gosh, this is hard, but you know what, with everything, I'm going to, I'm just so determined to push through because I've got such a heart for this. And that again, it's just a knowing on the inside that, yeah, yeah, this is, it's like a calling. This is what I've been called to do. We're Kath and Ali. Welcome to our podcast, Brave, Strong and Fulfilled. Join us as we share all things real life and the lessons we've learned along the way. We hope that our conversations inspire, challenge and encourage you on your own life journey. Enjoy today's episode. So Catherine, you know how we've just spent the last hour working through IT problems to do with recording this podcast. We've had earphone problems, microphone problems. We've wanted to throw everything out the window but we didn't. (laughs) I'm just wondering, (laughs) do you think there's a podcast episode in what we've learned today? Oh my goodness, Ali, and I've been upstairs, downstairs, and then so funny, couldn't find my ear pod because I was sitting on them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. goodness. No, this is uh, beautiful because it's actually exactly the the topic we wanted to talk about anyway, which is digging deep, (laughs) pushing Uh on, and the difference between uh, digging deep when you just know that that's the right thing and Mm. when to actually recognize, you know what, I just need to stop now and change gears and walk away from this. So. Yeah, so we've decided not to do that. We've decided to dig deep, <laughs> push through, I was, keep going. Uh, I may have been slightly tempted to say, you know what, let's just give up. We'll try again another day. But then I was like, oh, I just know, no, what we've come together today to talk about was important, was on our heart and how hilarious that what we just went through is spot on to what we want to talk about today. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> So, Al, thank you for pushing through with me and for, Mm. you know, keeping me here. And Mm -hmm. uh, yes, much easier when you've got two of you to not walk away. Hey, hands down, hands down. So, um, I was just sort of thinking, digging deep. So that's what we did today. We've dug deep with our IT because, in case our listeners don't know they probably do already we're not IT people this is not (laughs) this is not our natural strength right it's not working behind the scenes and trying to make everything um, work we just want to turn something on and it work and it's funny that very rarely does that happen these days it's usually a bit of playing around but you know but I love that Really, the the serious part of it is that none of us, neither one of us wanted to just give up and walk away. Both of us wanted to get to the bottom of this and solve the problem so that we can get on with the business of doing what we want to do. Absolutely, um, yeah. And, and that, I think the reason, is, you know, the reason behind that is I think we both, um, our hearts are aligned with uh, the desire to do this. And we down. both feel like there is value in what we want to share because, um, you know, yeah, there just is. And so I think that's the reason we, neither of us decided, okay, let's just yeah. walk away. Yeah. So I wonder then what makes the difference between somebody who chooses, like there's been times in life where we do walk away, we do change, you know, the direction that we're going in or, you know, we've been working really hard and, it's our heart's not in it. Like what's the difference between knowing when we actually need to dig deep and push through and solve the problem to maybe this isn't for us? 
Great, great question. And, you know, um, for those who have been following us, you'll also know I've shared before that I used to practice medicine and that was one big, big thing that I'd walked away from. And Mm -hmm. so uh, I can share that experience if you think that would be helpful. Hands down. I think that's a fabulous um, example. Please share with us what, you know, what that did for your heart and how, how you knew, yeah, what to do, what, when to let go of something and when to work towards something different. Great. Well, in all honesty, at the time, I didn't know. You know, mm. all I knew was that I was really struggling internally and I wasn't enjoying medicine at that point. And um, I, I had to kind of really dig deep and will myself to want to go. And it just wasn't there. So, you know, I got to a point where it was all felt like an obligation. And, yeah. you know, it all sort of felt like externally this was what was expected. And internally everything on the inside of me was shouting, you know, no, mm. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I think in hindsight, like now, all these years later, after studying coaching, I've often sat with this question of how do we discern between striving in an unhealthy way uh, and pushing towards something that is not giving us life and joy versus Mm. having a goal and a desire and a dream on your heart to follow and yet you still need to dig deep and push through and there are still fears and yet you just know with everything on the inside of you that even though this is hard and you, mm. you know, it's not easy, you want to push through. And, yes. I, I, you know, reflecting back on my time in, in medicine, there was never really ever, I don't think, a completely wholehearted, full desire that this is what I completely want to do. Mm-hmm. The desire was, yes, I want to help people. Mm. But we all know that can look like a whole number of different things. So the actual desire for medicine, when I think back about it, it was, in my case, mostly for sure externally driven. Mm. Now I got to the end of school, and as you've often shared before with your experience as a teacher in high school, how many Mm. kids really know, like really, really Mm. know, you know, there are those, there are those that have a lifelong desire and There's they've known since number. they were little that mm. this is exactly what they want to do. And there were certainly people studying medicine with me where that absolutely was the case. You mm. know, they shared that that's all they've ever wanted to be and do in their life since they can remember. And they're so excited to be there. Mm. And I remember listening to them and thinking, goodness me, you know, that's definitely not been my case. And I actually remember, I think I was probably in about year nine or ten at school and my mum had taken me to a doctor's appointment and this doctor was asking me oh so what do you think you want to do you know after school and I remember I don't even know what I answered him I remember it was some you know just I don't know vague answer and he said to me at the time well you know have you considered studying medicine and I remember so clearly right there in his rooms at that moment thinking oh goodness no that's the last thing I'd want to do (laughs) you know so it That's definitely was not a desire. Mm-hmm. And and yet when I got to the end of year 12, I was just so, I think, overwhelmed with needing to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And I had done really well at the end of school and I knew I wanted to help people. 
And I think pride and ego kicked in and, you know, everyone was like, oh, she should do medicine. And I'm like, oh, let me, you know, see if I can get in. And I I got in. Mm -hmm. And then after my first year in med school and listening to so many people that were studying sort of similar subjects alongside us, because first year was pretty general. So we had quite a few people in our classes that weren't mm-hmm. actually in med but yes doing those subjects yeah. and how many of there were that would give their eye teeth to be in medicine and like they really mm-hmm. it was their heart's desire and, and there I you were so, doing it. yeah and I felt so guilty and sort of thinking goodness me this person would give everything for the opportunity that I've got mm-hmm. and so uh you know I sh- the story I told myself was just pull yourself together. This is such a amazing opportunity and you've been given this sort of like golden opportunity and go mm-hmm. for it. But if I'm honest, it was, you know, I didn't, I think, have the insight back then to stop and ask my heart what mm-hmm. it wanted to do. I know that sounds yeah. a bit weird, but... Yeah, uh, you know, the honest answer then would have been no. There's something else, but yeah, I didn't right. listen to that. I pushed that down, and um, you know, was brought up like a lot of us have been brought up with. Whatever you start with, you need to finish. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you just bail out, that's failure. And You're so that in my yeah, that yeah, absolutely. So that in my mind was not an option. And mm. you know, just went from one year to the next year to the next year, and. And I didn't not enjoy it. There were definitely moments in there where I really felt, goodness, maybe this is my calling. You know, I actually really Mm. do love this. Um, But there were also similarly many moments where I just thought, oh, my gosh, I don't know that this is for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, when we feel ourselves working and pushing through and striving, but there's really no joy and no heart in it Mm. then I would start asking questions absolutely yeah Yeah. so I'm as I'm sitting here listening and thinking about about what you're saying you know whether your heart was in it to be a doctor or not the journey would have been hard right yeah you would have had to whether you that was your passion and your goal nobody gets to be a doctor without it being incredibly hard work but I think what I'm hearing there, the difference was for you, you, whether or not you realized it or acknowledged it, your heart wasn't in it. So the difference for you was your heart. It wasn't for you. And so there was this striving that almost, you know, was an unhealthy striving towards something because it, and it, because it wasn't for you. And I'm just sort of thinking about, for the listeners listening in, what, how else can that look in our world? You know, if we're striving and we're realising that our heart's sort of not in it, I wonder what questions we can ask ourselves and what we can do to, you know, reassess, realign our, our heart with our values and, and be on the right track. Well, I think you've just nailed it right there with, with bringing up values again. And I think for me... Uh, uh, and this is, I think, what we're talking about, you know, in our next podcast after this. But I was brought up in a culture and a society, and I think many of us were. Like, I'm definitely not unique in this, where mm. uh, performance was praised, and oh, uh, you know, um, getting to the ends of things and completing things. And 
I think I was so focused on external validation mm. that um, the thought of even or the notion of even checking in with my heart was such a foreign thing. Like I just didn't know that that was even an option. Mm. And I mean, I know this, like I'm making it sound awful and it wasn't awful because I had a very happy childhood. And, yeah. you know, most of my life I really enjoyed things. But I think there's a, a difference between sort of accidentally stumbling on, oh, I, you know, I've got to go with the flow, got to do this. You know, everyone else is saying jump. So I just say ha ha and you jump and you kind of think, oh, well, it's actually quite fun jumping high anyway. <laughs> but yeah. and and actually choosing, you know, versus actually choosing what really is on a you know on your heart and I think I, I did meet people along the way that were less interested in uh, external validation and in performing and were more interested in following their heart and um, at the time I don't think I I just realized there was something different about them but I didn't actually know you know I was attracted to that but I wasn't mm. sure what it was I just mm. knew it was different yeah, and I think too because it was different of the culture too. Like our our world is a completely different place now yes. to what it was. So I think we're a lot more open to having these conversations, whereas you know, many quite a few years ago we would be sort of talking about matters of the heart, and it's like, no, just get on with business, just get on, go work, do your thing, get paid, make ends meet, live a life. Yeah, um, and yeah. you didn't sort of go any further than that. Yes. And even this, you know, so, so it was such a breath of fresh air to start working with a life coach and to mm -hmm. discover that, you know, what there, there are strategies and, and things that we can do that are not fluffy and woo woo that help mm -hmm. us to reconnect with our heart, basically. And um, I was, I remember feeling so fearful <laughs> at the start mm. of that journey because I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to discover about myself, you know? Yeah. And um, and yet I think a really good place and a, I think a safe space for me in starting that journey was simply by starting to unpack my values mm. and, you know, that whole thing around, well, what actually are my values? And in other, you know, in another way, or describing it differently as what is important to me. Yeah. And I think that's just another way to to ask your heart, you know, well, what's important to your heart? Yeah. And uh, that felt like that was within my reach. I thought, oh, okay, so maybe I can do that. I can try and mm. figure out what's important to me because that yeah. felt less sort of fluffy. And yeah. I think so that for me was a good starting point. And then – just an awareness of, you know, so life doesn't have to be work, work, work and achieve the next goal and perform, 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 you know, mm. and we've spoken, I think, right in the early days about having fun. And, mm. you know, it is it is supposed to be fun too, I believe <laughs> now. You know, I didn't yes. think so then, but now I do. Yeah. And I think we we are only all blessed with this one precious life. And yeah. it's precious. Yeah. And how sad would it be to get to the end of your life and all you've done is performed and achieved for external validation. Mm. And from the outside, yes, it might look like you've got all the success in the world, but on the inside, mm. it's all been striving and uh, none of it's really been heartfelt 
desire, mm. this is what I want to do. Yeah. No, that would be pretty disappointing, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. I, very disappointing. And, you know, I was when you said about how life's supposed to be fun, I recently did a, a bit of a course and I only just realised that, you know, because people have different values, right? But for some people, the way they view life, they'll see it as, you know, it's a battlefield, it's a test. It's yes. So people don't all see that it can be fun or it can – my thing, I think, is life's an adventure. Like, and I look for opportunities to take hold of them, even though I'm scared and I freak out and want to say no, I'm trying to say yes, because I see life as an adventure and that fills my heart to see it that way. But for other people, it's not. <laughs> and that, I was, I was I interested. I thought, wow. That you, yeah. That's just beautiful that you see it as that. And that's interesting. Because I was listening to a very interesting address given by the president of the um, Surgical Association of you know, the American, I don't know, College of Surgeons or something. And mm. um, she was sharing about her mental health struggles as a highly, highly successful professional. And mm-hmm. she had also been an elite athlete as a kid. Yeah. And she mentioned there was one line which she repeated about three or four times th- through this address, which was about you know, 50 minutes. And she said, struggling is not a competition. Mm. And in the medical world, you know, I think quite often because it is a hard, and I'm, I mean, I'm not saying everyone is like this, but it, it was a hard journey. Well, for me, certainly it was a hard journey. Mm. There was kind of a sense of pride around how much you'd struggled or how hard you'd worked or how much, you know, mm. you sweated your brow to get through the night or whatever because, yes. you know, it was kind of worn as the bad badge of honour. Yeah, and it was just really interesting all these years later listening to her and that was the one thing that she repeated was – and she was talking to a whole room of medical people, you know, that suffering yeah. is not a competition. So just yeah. as you've said, you see life as an adventure. I think for mm. some people it is right. You know, it's almost like – um, I wear my suffering as a badge of honour and it's how much honour can I achieve over my years, mm. you know. And I think I did get caught up in a bit of that. Yeah, and that's what leads to striving too a lot of the time, right? Because you're, yeah. the, I guess, the downfall of striving when it's for external things versus striving, working hard, digging deep for something that you know is for you deep in your gut. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think now, you know, now that I've I've, I've experienced what the, those feel like differently, you know, there's a definitely a different feel to striving for external validation versus digging deep and pushing through for a heartfelt dream or desire. And mm-hmm. um, I think the knowing, you know, and the awareness is often easier when you have experienced both. Because it's almost like a, a knowing on the inside, you know, it's like, how do you, I don't even know how to put language to it, but it's almost like I can now at this point in life, stop and choose and check in and go, okay, am I striving for external validation? And just ask myself mm. that question and mm. then listen to my intuition. Yes. And I kind of know the answer if I'm honest yeah. with myself. Versus is this, you know, something that, gosh, this is hard, but you know what, with everything I'm going to, I'm just so determined to push through because I've got such a heart for this. And that again, it's just a knowing on the inside that, yeah, yeah, this is, it's like a calling. This is what I've been called to do. And this is what. That's right. Yeah. 
And sometimes our striving isn't always for external validation. Sometimes it's because we just found ourselves in the wrong direction as well. Like what comes to mind is I briefly took an opportunity for a a job opportunity that just sort of people chased me down, got hold of me, said, Al, we met you, we like you, we'd love you to work for us, blah, blah, blah. And I started that journey. And I'm telling you now, Catherine, it was a dig deep. It was a striving. It was everything I've got for a period of time when I was um, trying to get this business off the ground for them here in Townsville. But, And I remember just one day starting to think, you know, is what I'm striving for, is this for me? Did yeah. I did I hear it right? And I believe that part that the journey was for me because I learned a lot about myself. And then I started to look for other opportunities. It just changed my direction in my life. And I think it was absolutely for me at that time, but it wasn't for me to continue. And when I realized I that, that, because it, yeah. everything within me, it just didn't speak life. It, it went against some of my values. I wasn't prepared yep. to be pretty much the face of an organisation that was trying to get off and running in, you know, in our local city when I wasn't comfortable with how the, the business was running. So everything was kind yeah. of against me. And I thought, well, I don't, it took me, it took a fair bit of courage because I had to do what you said, you know, I had to not full, um, finish what I started. I had to yeah. pull the pin and and in essence, you know, quote unquote, I had to quit. But it yeah. wasn't quitting or giving up. It was this realisation in my heart, this just isn't for me. Yeah. And it was a really scary place to be. I didn't like it at all and because I, I don't <laughs> like letting people down and, you know, there was a whole range of things that happened there. But, um, yeah, so that was for me something fairly recent that um, – well, not recent, it was a few years ago now, but it, it comes to mind for striving. And I could have kept digging deep if it was for me, but it's yeah. that knowing that you've spoken yeah. about already. Yeah. And I think the other point you've just so beautifully touched on there is the fear of letting other people down. And mm. I know that when I did ultimately decide, you know, because sometimes the, the choice to quit is it's not an easy choice, mm. and you know, quit, quote unquote. But when I decided to walk away from medicine, so many people in my world who love me, care for me, came to me and said, Kath, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, are you crazy? You've worked so hard to get here. Like, yeah. and uh, unless we have a certainty around where, you know, what do we value? Wh- what is our life compass? You know, wh- where do we want to head to? What mm-hmm. What is our lane to stay in? Yes. And I think this is why, uh, for me, the coaching journey has been so valuable because that's what it's given me. It's given me insight to what is my lane. And so if I am clear about what my lane is, I'm less likely to be distracted or swayed or uh, convinced by very well-meaning, loving people mm-hmm. that you know another you know way is better. Because in 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 many ways, I didn't have to back myself and to kind of convince anyone that being a doctor was for me. You know, like everyone is like, "Oh, great! That's what you're doing. It's wonderful." You're going to be and, a doctor. Know, Amazing. Yeah. Like no one questions that, and you know, it didn't take backing myself but it's really taken digging deep and backing myself as a coach Mm -hmm. 
because in many, you know, it's often misunderstood and often people aren't sure what it is and people yeah. still, still look at me and like, what? You know, um, you gave up medicine for that. And yeah. so if I wasn't clear on my values and my compass or life's direction and my calling and the desires of my heart, yeah, I think I would have probably, you know, been more easily swayed out of doing this because it wasn't yeah. sort of mainstream or yeah of course externally and you'd be led by the emotion validated. too like yeah. and you'd be led by emotion and and feelings of fear or uh, you know all of those emotions that come our way but if we're not heading towards a goal that we know is for us we easily will give up or fall to the side or second guess ourselves um, but when we know where we're going we absolutely will feel feel fear. We probably will second guess ourselves, but when we have that minute and we reflect and we remind ourselves the direction we're going, that gives us all the courage we've got to keep going, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I just love that, um, you know, you and I came together and your company was brave and strong and my company was fulfilled life and, you know, brave, yeah. strong and fulfilled because I think it's a mix of all those three ingredients and exactly. if you, you know, so I think for listeners out there, if you're questioning, you know, am I striving towards something that is for me or not? You know, great question to ask yourself is, does this fill me up? Does this bring me joy? Do I feel fulfilled, even if it's hard and challenging? And and if there's, you know, if the answer to those questions is no, this definitely just doesn't fill me up or, you know, it goes against my values, yeah. then I would be yeah pausing pressing the pause and asking some really deep questions, questions you know and uh and like you said not just having sometimes those questions with your well-meaning friends and family who know and love you sometimes it's asking yourself those questions in the quietness of your own self but then also perhaps reaching out to somebody who doesn't know you who doesn't know all of the story around you who isn't invested so much in your life with what you do because, you know, as a coach, we love on obviously our clients, but whether or not they choose to walk in a direction is completely up to them, right? So, and that's yeah. what I love about having a coach, you know, you're having that person who's on the outside looking in, listening, hearing what you're saying and asking you questions that will help to realign the direction that you want to go. Absolutely. And you know what, I still, I, I actually get goosebumps and I shudder to think where I would be now if I hadn't, hadn't. <laughs> come across my life coach and uh, had that opportunity to just be in this environment where mm. no one was trying to give me advice and tell me what to do, but they were literally giving me space, safe space mm. yeah. to explore my heart and my own desires, yeah, which for me at that time felt so scary, but they, they made it feel a bit safer. Yeah, that's so, so good. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we love doing what we do, right? Oh, absolutely. Hands down. So, uh, yes, yeah, so if you're listening and this feels like an area that perhaps you, you know, would love to have more conversation with, then Ali and I would love to have a conversation yes. with you. Yeah, we would. So um, we'll put our contact details in the show notes so you know how to get hold of us. Yes. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Today. It's been really great spending this time with you and um, hope you have a great rest of your day. I will, now that we've sorted out our tech issues. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Al. Onwards Bye. and upwards. Bye.